All right, whatever we're ready. Let's do the name. Ready thing. to sell your souls mm-hmm. to the podcast. Ryan, what's your price? All your employers are going to fire <laughs> if you. you have to ask, this. you can't afford it. <laughs> Everyone's getting fired after this episode. We're doing it live. Everyone yeah. ready? Three, two, one. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I have yeah, I know Welcome I'm back to the Hella Dope podcast. Hella Dope. I am your host after three years, DG on the reg. We got Ryan Alou and we also have three noon covers on the podcast. Ben Cordy. It's an honor to be here. Chris Henningsen. Pleasure's all mine. And Enzo Milano. I'm not really sure what to do with my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing you're not holding the mic so you don't even have to worry about that. I'm good now, Garcon. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we are breaking our three-year hiatus with a idea from Ben Cordy on a travelish episode. Something like that. Something like that. Um, Ben's going to talk about his trip out West for all of our followers that definitely know about Ben's trip out West and then (laughs) have some random trip vacation, whatever ideas thrown in there. Um, You have something you want to lead it off with. Was there an idea that you want to include for sure? So we can knock that out and then, maybe sporadically hit points of your trip or what were you thinking, senor? I've got, if before we dive into the series, no, no, no. Go yeah. let's, let's go around. Let's do a, uh, uh, a best trip from the group. Mm-hmm. Everyone. What's a best trip that everyone's been or best okay. like, road trip, whatever it is. Yep. Whether it's, you know, memory or whatever it is. Best trip. Enzo, we're starting with you. Give him the mic. Garcon. What do we rate? What's the rating of the podcast? How? It's five stars, obviously. <laughs> PG? No. <laughs> it's never been PG. Um, I have right. to think hard, but it was 100% definitely uh, spring training in Scottsdale a couple years back. Ooh, I wasn't nice. training, but... What position uh, were you playing? Uh, yeah. Designated drinker. <laughs> what, DR? Yeah. Or DD? <laughs> what position was she in? Uh... <laughs> The wall. <laughs> Can't believe this is my big break. Uh, yeah, Arizona uh, spring training. Who played? Uh, we went to see the Giants. I think they was Tim Lincecum on the team. Uh, yeah, actually, he still was. I had a fucking arm. <laughs> yeah. Some would say a cannon. Some. Why was, why was that your favorite? Uh, I didn't know I was going to put on the spot. It Would was you, super fun. It was right before I moved from San Francisco. It's like my goal. What year? Was, what year was this? This was 2017. 2017. Ran into coworkers. Didn't remember taking pictures. It was fun. What uh, time of the year was it? April. It was March. March. Yeah. End of March. I don't know my baseball seasons that well. So <laughs> it was when they do spring training. TG. Did they win the World Series that year? Uh, no. Didn't they win it somewhere around like the late they 2010s? Won in 10, 12, and 14. Okay. I so was not 14, which is pretty gnarly. Oh. Don't gnarly. Care. Picked up that word when I was there too. Gnarly. Yep. California, bro. <laughs> from surfing. Say hell, from surfing or the baseball team being good. Um yeah. yeah. Well, does it count if you never get up on the surfboard? 
question. Did, did Enzo inspire you guys to call this hella dope? I don't even know where it came from. I was just thinking of a name that would be catchy and somehow it came up with it. So hello. I can't even, that's what we're 67 episodes in. That's what, and I can't even think of where the name came from. I don't know if that includes hella dateable ones though. It does. 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 uh, Good question. (laughs) Your voice gets high like Stewie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to think about that. uh, So you you guys really came out of retirement so we can get to 69, right? Ryan says you're tired after the 69 podcast until he gets hooked. And then I come over to his house every week after that. So fourth favorite number. No, it includes hella datables because I did the podcast episode, hella datable and then episode, whatever the hella datable was after what that. Would be so the theme for the 69th podcast. Put much time Six, 69s. <laughs> who knows <laughs> if you have to ask you can't afford I it saw, I saw a TikTok that uh, a family over Christmas they always do a bracket and it's like random shit I was like that's Nobody waters and gets <laughs> <laughs> you have anything else to add to your uh, great trip uh, no I, don't, okay. I, I think that's probably it which was TikTok around the last time we did a podcast no. It wasn't popular because we our last podcast was like fall of 2019 and then quarantine was when everyone went off on the TikTok. So, yeah, this podcast is older than TikTok. Imagine that. Wow. Crazy. Amazing. Crazy. I'm glad to see it survived COVID. You know, yeah. people were people were concerned. <laughs> Chris, yeah, do you does, have a, does the you, equipment have its boosters or yeah, it's safe to be around? Uh, Some I, of us don't. <laughs> I would have to go with Ryan's bachelor party uh, by Ooh, far. You're pandering real hard right now. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Holiday Valley, baby. It was uh, a great trip. That's yeah, sad. It was. It was. We, we got it all in. No, aside from our uh, recent trip to Detroit, uh, I would say that we we would have to go with Paris, uh, London trip. Perry? Perry. Yep. A bit younger, age 15. Uh, but can you still drink in Paris at 15? Can. Yeah. We, we were, Did we you indulge in any adult beverages? Uh, no, we were focused on on the sightseeing. On, on the on the sightseeing and uh, the Mona Did you Lisa. go to Leaning Tower of Pisa? We we did not go to Leaning Tower of Pisa. Uh, that's a different that, country. Too. Uh, are you sure? Positive. <laughs> uh, no, but we we were able to check out the Louvre. We we made it over to Windsor, the Lourdes. London area. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a memorable trip. Went with. Uh, what was your fanning painting painting in the Louvre? Oh man! Aside from a lot of the Da Vinci, did you do an audio tour? Mainly Da Vinci. I would I'd have to do a lot of Da Vinci pieces. Did you buy any while you were there? No, I, none for sale. At that, at did that you make time, Mona Lisa? No, did I make <laughs> Mona Lisa? You better believe it. With within at least twenty yards, so that means that that eye contact was serious. I always want to know: Did you hear anyone say "ho ho"? Like, is that a thing? Can How you, many can cigarettes you, did you smoke? <laughs> <laughs> we we did hookah a few times. Can can you repeat that one more time? Was that ha 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 ha? No, uh, there was there was a lot of. Uh, did you see any mimes? Mimes, no mimes. Uh, but we also did Arc de Triomphe, which was a lot of fun. A lot of shopping, a lot of gals, a lot of a lot of foreign oh, vehicles. Yeah, yeah. A lot of garçons, a lot of chicas. Uh, probably not too much. But yeah. Love to go back to the to the city of love, eventually. Are we, ben, is your best trip going to be the one we're talking about? Should we save you yeah. for? Yeah, that, that's, and then we can dive yeah, into that. It's probably that. 
Ryan, do you have a best trip ever? Um, what about that one trip when we were on the podcast and you went to like Myrtle Beach or something and I asked what flavor ice cream you got and you never answered and I asked like 5,000 times? <laughs> that trip sucked. Um, <laughs> um, favorite trip? I asked the question. I wasn't even prepared for it. Yeah, you came up with it. I think, um, hmm, I think probably one of my favorite trips was in college OU was playing in the New Orleans Bowl. Nolens. And we got to buy a bus ticket, a hotel room, and a ticket to the game. It was like What's the damage bucks. on a trip like 40 that? bucks. <laughs> 40 bucks for the whole thing. And me and SK jumped on it and it was just a blast. It was a good time. Who do you play? Temple. Then they win? Uh the Chitlin legs. Who was the QB back then? The Tyler QB, Tuttleton? No, it was before oh. Tuttleton. It was Bo, what's his name? Bo Bo Jackson. No. Great athlete. Oh Shem god. Boo. Uh, he had a weird name. He was good, but then Tuttleton. He was so good you can't remember yeah, his name. So good, I can't yeah. remember. I'm pretty sure like Tuttleton started the next year and they moved him to like wide receiver. It was one of those situations. Yeah. Gotta put um, your athletes where you need them. Yeah. Exactly. Didn't say the honeymoon. Woof. <laughs> Cancun was not that great. And Devin will say that too. Yeah. Like the honeymoon in itself, what it was, it was fine. But like um, Cancun would not recommend. Would have much rather gone back to Cabo. Cabo, mm, was, Cabo. was a great trip. Speaking of trips, yes. Cabo was a great trip. Were you on Cabeza watch the whole time? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Where in Cabo did you go? Uh, San Lucas. Cabo San Lucas. Ever heard of it? <laughs> we were at, uh, what was the hotel called? Hotel California. Yeah, Hotel California. We were we weren't on the main strip. We were a little south. Was it a Holiday Inn? It was not a Holiday Inn. It was Jerry Nelson's hotel. Squid Row, man. And Squid that, Row. That, but that was, we would go into downtown Cabo to Squid Row and it was a blast. It was a really good time. Much better than Cancun. How mm -hmm. many booty shaking contests did you get to witness? Uh only one like true like spring break, like wet t shirt contest type thing at the mango deck. Um but that was cool. So, did you win the wet t shirt neat. contest? <laughs> I came <in> second. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, TG, what's yours? Um, was thinking about that. I think we went to St. John's in 2015, and I think that was my favorite trip. We went with my family and then one of my dad's friends' family from high school. The arena here? Yeah, St. John's Arena. Great place, but uh, the Virgin Islands. Um, it was fun. But TG wasn't, you know, uh, the islands, you know, <laughs> you gotta be a virgin if you're going to get in there. <laughs> it was fun. That's what we had like a super cool, like house that was like, once you got in, you had to fly into St. Thomas, I think. And then you took a boat over to St. John's and then like all the hotels are like right by like the port. And we had like one, mm. the house, like way up the hill and it was cool. And then did all the touristy, we did paddle boarding or no, we did canoeing, kayaking, and everyone was two to a person and my dad was did like a solo one and he was like dying on the way back and we had this instructor who was just like rip that paddleboard the entire time and he was just doing it like one he had like the half oar thing and was mm. just doing it my dad was dying to try to get it down there but like the scenery was really cool we had a pool in the backyard one of the best restaurants i went to is there called zozo's which I think like a, the hurricane or like whenever that happened hit St. John's and killed like a lot of the stuff we went killed, destroyed a lot of the stuff that we went to. But um was just like very cool. Not a whole lot going on. It was uh, 
British Open was that weekend when Zach Johnson won and his caddy did the birdie thing there. And that's what, because it was the playoff and it was on Monday afternoon. We were watching it like Monday morning, whatever year, 2015. Was that the year that it was? 2015. Get our golf expert on real quick. That's a soft check. That seems right. Yeah. But um, I just remember that from it, but it was cool. Just the sights and sceneries. And we did a little snorkeling which we always do on the family trip and all of that so um ryan's bachelor party would probably be somewhere in my top 50 or somewhere around there so. <laughs> i'll take it, Is it because you don't remember a thing of the trip or uh, i remember everything very vividly madigan's loved us i don't remember madigan's the first time i don't know if it was a mutual love but hey I still remember the best part was we post. I posted an Instagram of me, Ryan, and Ken wearing the wigs from the bachelor party, and the bride of the bachelor party also had a wig on. And I had multiple people thought the bride was a guy that we were on the bachelor party <laughs> with. So hope she's not listening because uh, people thought you were a dude, but uh, it was also very fun. So, but before I derail everything. Before I derail everything, we can go to Ben's great trip, which is uh, the reason that we are also here and we can sprinkle in some questions while he goes through it. Well, thank you, sir. Uh huh. Yeah, mine, it, it helps that it was a four month long vacation. I think Got a lot of I, things to touch on. Yeah. There's, is that still a vacation? What do you consider? Is that a sabbatical? sabbatical? I call it a sabbatical. Yeah. yeah. You know, mid. It's too early for a midlife crisis, so maybe what, like quarter life crisis. What what months and years were this, was this? This was uh, in summer of 2021. So that was from started on July 4th, Independence Day, and went through four months to like mid November. Where did you start? And started here in Columbus, Ohio, and I think I hit almost every state out west, like South. I mean, stopped in Chicago first. What's so, uh, so my friend Enzo here? Yeah, what was the what was the path? And then we can touch on yeah, so, the highlights of the path. I'm pulling up your shared album right oh. now. <laughs> so I literally just printed out a map of the US and just started putting like dots of like was there ones that were like what was the first like hitters on it? That, and then you filled I think in it was like national there. parks. Cause I've been out West. Like I've visited people in like San Francisco <laughs> mm-hmm. or Seattle, but I never got to like I always wanted to like, I mean, it was post pandemic or mid pandemic. So I just wanted to get the fuck out. (laughs) And so I was like, yeah, let's go check out all these national parks. So those were like the first ones, like Mm -hmm. Grand Tetons, uh, Glacier, um, you know, the Olympic National Park, Zion, Zion, Bryce, Moab, Joshua Tree was a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, I kind of like, tried to find like, oh, I know someone in San Francisco or LA or... Or maybe San- people were on a family vacation and you met up with them during your trip. How many? I said maybe people were on a family vacation oh, and you yeah. met up with them during the trip. Yeah, that was a weird coincidence uh-huh. meeting the Howards <laughs> in uh, a town I never heard of. Coeur d'Alene? Coeur d'Alene, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a random pit stop. Always good. You just gotta, you gotta throw out the trip and you never know who might be around at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. It was one of those trips where like all these weird things just happen to fall in line. Like, so where'd you meet up with friends? Chicago, Chicago, um, Coeur d'Alene, Coeur d'Alene, Seattle, 
Did you see Sick. anyone in Denver? Was anyone out in Colorado? Uh, there's someone not really notable in Denver, <laughs> you know. Um, he's not listening anyway. <laughs> he, he would refuse to listen. No. He's more of an acquaintance, I yeah. would call him, than a yeah. friend. Fair. But then, like, you went to see Anna Castle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, San Francisco, LA, San Diego, Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Um, I had some friends meet me in Moab. Um, I had a friend that was in Zion at the time. Uh, met a friend, made a friend in Zion as well. And I'll, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. <laughs> and then uh, Albuquerque and Dallas. So, so then what was, what made you try to plan this in the first place? Um, great question. Cause you were working a nice cushy corporate job. I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the easiest way to put it is like, I think, I had a Truman show moment where it was just like, were you more tired of your job or were you more like, I want to go explore? Or was it a combination of yes. both? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. I think it was like, I was ready to get out of my job, COVID fatigue, getting out of a bad relationship, depressed. And just was like, all the stars let's, aligned. Let's, 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 live, yeah, let's live life. Uh-huh. All through, also, I read Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights book. And like after that, you're like, shit. I remember when that came out, Kevin Cox right, read it. Right, and he's like, right. my new my new thing is going to be when people ask how I'm doing, I'm going to say I'm hitting all the green lights. <laughs> Becoming relative with the inevitable. Great line. Was it, I never I never read it. So I'll have to get on that. I don't know how to read. So <laughs> I got a copy here if you want to borrow it. Might have to. Ryan just listens to audio stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to audio books only. What was your first rest area stop? Um, besides Chicago? Yeah. Did um, you drive straight from Columbus to Chicago? Right? No, I made a couple stops. I did an overnight in Indianapolis. I actually met our friend, friend of the pod, Sam Blazer, in Yellow Springs the day after he proposed to Fallon. Nice. So that was kind of a cool. Did you see Dave Chappelle? That was uh, be I did my not. Question. Well, then it wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that was my first stop. Stopped in Indianapolis overnight. Then I was in Chicago for like a week staying at uh, Enzo's place. And it was yeah. just you solo driving? Solo. Yeah. This is just me and my car, Rosie. If you're on a long road trip, do you prefer driving solo or would you rather have passengers with you? Um, in hindsight, I would love a passenger. Well, actually, that depends. Probably depends on the passenger. <laughs> it does. That's the. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great. Yeah. So solo was actually not as bad as I thought, because like I could pick the playlist, or if I wanted to listen. So to does podcast. everyone? If you're driving, doesn't matter if it's been on his road trip. If you are the driver, do you get to pick the playlist? If a hundred percent, unless unless you give it off to the to the co-pilot, you got to give them you get first decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. You call the shots. You call the shots. That's why I feel like because that's what they might fall asleep or something. You're like, okay, now I'm stuck on their playlist on their phone and I don't want to listen to this. So then we got to deconnect from Bluetooth and it's a whole thing. That's my one rule, though. If I'm driving and I have a co-pilot, I'm like, you can't fall asleep. If you want to fall asleep, you move mm-hmm. to the back because I need someone to be present there. Mm-hmm. I still remember um, senior year, we did spring break. It was me, Neil, Will McEwen, and we drove down to my aunt and uncles in North Palm Beach. And Will drove like the first half and I was co-pilot. And then Neil drove the second half. 
and it was like 2 a.m. and Neil was driving in South Carolina. I was like, okay, you good if I like take a little bit of a nap? And he's like, yeah. And then like as I was dozing off, Neil, I think was dozing off and like was going to the side of the road. And I was like, guess I'm just going to stay awake for 24 <laughs> hours because Neil slept a little while Will was driving. And then Will slept in the middle of the night. And I was like, no, I'm going to be speaking of that uh, Myrtle Beach trip. When we drove down there, I drove the whole way and there was a hurricane coming to Myrtle Beach. So we originally our plan was to stop like six and a half hours in and get a hotel and whatever. But we were like, we want to beat the hurricane. So we're just going. So um, I took some some helpers, some stay awake helpers, and we're driving everybody in the cars asleep. Red Bull. Like 2 a.m. Red Bull. Yes. Strong, concentrated Red Bull. And, in powder uh, form? <laughs> not, it was not in powder form. Okay. <laughs> it was illegal. Not, not that. No, I'm not indicting myself. Um, but it was like 2 a.m. And uh, for whatever reason, we had just gotten gas like an hour ago, and I paid like three fifty for a gallon or something like that. Like past the gas station, it was like Thanks, two Obama. twelve. Yeah, it was like two twelve. It was like significantly cheaper, and I, I was just like strung out, and I was just yell. I was like, "Fuck!" Because I looked, and everybody in the car woke up and freaked the fuck out. They're like, "What is happening? Are we dying?" I'm like, "No, I'm just on it." Overpaid. <laughs> yeah, I overpaid for gasoline, yeah. and the trip's ruined. I could have saved four dollars. <laughs> There was a there was a topic that came up uh, while we were home for the holidays of what's the the longest that you drove single handedly on a road trip before, and I'm trying to think like what I possibly could have done maybe without stopping without like stop, by yourself without handing off oh by your oh well like, by yourself or by, with by yourself someone in the car can be in the car correct, just but driving without handing over the wheel yeah yeah so I think what, what you're trying to say is you're the one driving. That is where I'm going with this. That Myrtle Beach is pretty close. That was ten and a half hours. That's a pretty long. And I drove the the entire way. When we went down to Florida for that spring, I think it was supposed to take us 21 hours, and we made in 17 and a half, which was great. But it was a trade off of passenger. We left at like four or five p.m. and got there at like nine in the morning. And that's what my aunt and uncle were going on a boat with some of their friends. And we're like, we'll meet up with you after we get done with the boat. And we showed up before they even left. And they're like, why are you even here right now? <laughs> could just shave the three or four hours off of our because Neil was going like 110 in South Carolina. Freshly paved roads in South Carolina. It was delightful. Nice. If you're ever driving through there, make sure to admire the highway roads. Chris and I were on a road trip through there for uh, we were heading to Miami for spring break and. We witnessed, Miami. We witnessed a motorcycle crash right in front of us. No, oh, like, damn. Right into the median. Was he being reckless driving he, entirely he, too fast? He may have dozed off, we believe. Yeah. It, it, it was it was pretty scary to watch. It was it was wild because like Chris was like he wasn't tailing them, but he was on them. And I was like, Hey Chris, give him some space. You don't you give motorcycles space right. in case they crash. Mm -hmm. And within what? Like I was just trying to wake him up. <laughs> you should have laid on the yeah, horn to keep him awake a little. Closer, a little pass. It was within a couple minutes of that comment, and we just watched him drift off into the median and just wipe out. I hardly had time oh, to ask if that's a, a leather cardigan or. Would you ever ride on a motorcycle? I don't think I would ever try to, even if I was a passenger. I just don't. It's I don't, not. I don't think it's my thing. If it was a closed course, I'd do it, but I wouldn't do it like on public roads. I don't trust other people. Enough. You know where we could get some free lessons out that Harley Davidson. We may all have to just go in on a. I, I want to do that together in Delaware. So here's: I'd rather go like dirt biking, like in some. Fucking, I don't think I would like, do on that some either. land. 
I'd rather do that than do the Harley. I'd rather have some uh, Vespas, mopeds with the boys. I would do Vespas. You know, cruise around. I'd fuck around with some Vespas. Were there Vespas in uh, Paris for your trip? Yes. Many scooters. Hey, Chris, talking to the mic. Loose scooters. Top of the mic. Tip of the dick. Ooh, that, that, that's just the tip. Feels much better. If you, there you go. if you think you're too close, you're not. You need to get closer. Yeah. Take it from we've we've done 67 well, episodes. Where where I was going with that? Those just I think a lot kiss of our it. road trips single handedly driving pale in comparison to what this gentleman on my right has probably done. yeah. We we thought of you. My longest stretch was 12 hours, Chicago yeah. Chicago to Badlands, South Dakota. Damn. Were any rest. We we this began with rest stops. Were any rest stops just like outrageous? Not really. Um, no, characters. I always found out though. Like people said, apparently Ohio is known for lovely rest stops. Oh yeah, very clean. So we got that going for us. Good but, vending machines in there. <laughs> but you know, Ohio. The rest not- stops are great because you walk in and you really have to pee, and then there's fifty urinals, and you're like, "This is great. I yeah. don't even have to think about waiting when I stop at a rest stop somewhere." Yeah, I could I could do with I seventy fives rest stops. I don't know about seventy ones. They're they're pretty sketchy compared to seventy fives. But my first stop on the trip in Badlands was really sketchy. Really, it was the sketchiest night of the trip, <laughs> like day one on the road. What well, is called the Badlands? That's kind of screams like you know it's bad. A lot of know. bad guys out there. A lot of Badlands. You have to shit in a hole or. No, no, that was that wasn't there. But so I, did you sleep in your car when you did such a thing? Yeah. I I kept driving and there was like one stop right before the Badlands and there's three motels. So I was like, okay, let's check it out. First one, completely full. The other two... You got to stop at the ones that advertise free HBO on their signs. I didn't have that option. <laughs> the other two looked abandoned. Just so, a show and not even sleep for the <laughs> remaining road trip. So I was like, well, I guess I'm sleeping in my car. So I pulled into the gas station, like brushed my teeth and like made space because my car is like packed so i like made a small space in the back seat where i could lay down and then i drove back to the motel and i just parked in their parking lot because i didn't want to like leave my car out i was like i'll just blend in and i think it was right when i was like falling asleep that i like realized oh i'm technically loitering like and so i'd have to i googled like what is the penalty of loitering in South Dakota? <laughs> or like, is that a ticket? You're or, going to jail for 20 years. Yeah. Like, oh man. <laughs> and uh, didn't sleep really well. Woke up at like 4 a.m. Has anyone slept in a car, not on a road trip, just for Shit's any crazy. reason at all? I, I have. Just to see what it's like? Just to see what it's like. I've slept in... Why Why did you sleep in your car? I slept in a car when we went to Kevin Cox's barn party. <laughs> I slept in a car that night because there was nowhere to sleep. I can't believe that. <laughs> mm. I also can't believe that that was 2010 or 11 and the people that owned it were Nicole's parents. Oh, wait, really? I think so. It is, yeah. Because it was Gordy's, Gordy's cousin, cousins. and Gordy's cousin is Nicole. So I think we I were, no yeah, we were at Nicole's Who barn. Knew? And then mm-hmm. that's what 11. Smell like a gazelle. 12 years later that they got married. Knowing so. the Lewis family, they were probably totally fine with that. <laughs> 
I've never slept in a car. And that was the the old time Dean Moore line at Bob Evans the next day. <laughs> we had just met him and he sat down on a, at our table and like looked around at all of us and started sniffing himself. He goes, oh, I smell like a gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wild thing to compare yourself smelling to. Mm. But that's what 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 was the temp when you slept? In? It was summerish, right? Yeah, so you were July. fine. Yeah. You were fine. It was fine. That's why I don't know how people try to do it like in the middle of winter and they're like, no, because you can't really leave your car on or do anything like that. So you picked a good time to sleep in your car. I guess so, but I wouldn't recommend it. How many times did you sleep in your car over the course of the trip? That that was the only time. (laughs) After that, I was like, fuck this. I'll pay. Not doing it. Yeah. Uh, How many times did you sleep in a car? Maybe if it wasn't yours. Uh, Just that one time. I was in another person's car, but we weren't sleeping. Hey, oh, <laughs> sound like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe we can take that offline. Yeah, <laughs> let's sprinkle in some corporate jargon. So let's let's circle the, uh, let's circle back and touch base later. <laughs> yeah, I like the synergy. Yeah. Ben is offline. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I went through the Badlands. That was my one time sleeping in a car, and then I I like did, did you- a hybrid of camping like. At campsites, Airbnbs, motels, or couch surfing. Were there any sleeping arrangements on your trip that were worse than sleeping in your car? There was some camping nights that were pretty miserable. I've only camped for a country concert, and that's not actually camping because you got all that. And it's just like never fun because you try to go to sleep at midnight when people are partying and then you wake up when the sun Mm -hmm. rises so on your trip when you slept camping did you wake up when the sunrise or were you able to sleep beyond that uh pretty much when the sun rose you know i would kind of doze off on but like a lot of times especially with i can sleep in till forever but Mm -hmm. like when you're out there i feel like the thing though it just wakes you up the thing though it was like the most peaceful like, cause you didn't have an alarm. You just woke up naturally mm-hmm. with the sun and it was like, I'm sure it would be better doing that than when I was violently hung over after 25 beers at a country <laughs> concert. I was like, if I was sober and woke up with the sun and it's like, okay, I can wake up with the sunrise, yeah. enjoy a little bit of nature, hear some sounds. It would be a little better than. Yeah. And I think there's also like when you wake up and like you don't have an agenda or anywhere to be, you're just like, okay, like. We'll just mosey on up and then you kind of just figure out where you're going to do for the day. How often did you plan an agenda at your stops and how often were you like, I'm just going to stop here and then see where the day takes me? I planned most of my stops and the dates um, because I just wanted to have like a place to stay and like coordinate that or coordinate with people. And then when I was there, I kind of just kept things open. So that was like, I, I want to know where I'm going, but when I'm <laughs> second best sound in the world, what's the first? Do you tell me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, what was your favorite non like national park themed thing that you had planned for an agenda for a trip? Cause uh, you said you were planning most of them around that. Did you have something that wasn't planned like that, that you were looking for beyond like, I just want to go and explore the Something parks. that was planned or unplanned? Planned, but wasn't a national park planned. Probably Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. Because, so like you mentioned this, but I'm like, as 
I had the road trip planned and we were at a party with our friends and I was telling someone my itinerary and they're like, Coeur d'Alene, our family's going out there for vacation. And I was like, no way, I'm going to be out there end of July. And he's like, we're going to be out there end of July. And so we found out we're going to be there at the same time. So we coordinated like, hey, I was going to be out there with my mom. And so we planned, there was like this knockoff concert riverboat or lake boat cruise that we did with them. And then we just hung out and checked out the town and hit up some bars. And it was, it was a blast. Did you do many like small towns out West besides Coeur d'Alene or were they mostly like national parks with no like down many downtown Um, areas? Like each park would have like their own little town hub that would support the tourism. Like how many saloons did you go to out there? (laughs) I did the million dollar saloon in Jackson Hole. How is Whatever. that like famous? Should I know what that is? It's, it's famous there. They have like you don't sit in stools, you sit in saddles. <laughs> so is that that's, hell yeah, yeah, yeehaw. <laughs> what was your what What was your most surprising like state or area that you weren't expecting to like, but you were like, man, this is great. Hmm. See, like everyone always asks me, like, what's your favorite place or what was your favorite, and like each one was just so unique. But a place that I didn't plan to was like when I was leaving Washington and going to Oregon, I knew I wanted to stay on the Oregon coast, but it, I, that was kind of more of a spontaneous, like, we'll see where it takes me. And my uncle suggested Cannon Beach. And that's, it's known for where the Goonies was filmed with the pirate ship comes out of the water. Like so. never seen it. Hey, you guys. (laughs) Um, And that was one of the coolest stops. I was only there for 24 hours, but it's like one of the coolest beaches I've ever been at. And that was like, I think the Pacific Northwest really surprised me. Yeah. Circling back, what did you order at the Million Dollar Saloon to drink? Was there a specialty drink there? I ordered their strongest drink. Give me your <laughs> tallest and strongest. <laughs> I feel like in the saddle, you got to order like whiskey or something like that. A boiler room or whatever, boiler mm-hmm. maker. Is it? It's a whiskey and a beer and you drop it in. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of any other randomness sprinkled into the destinations, what other random people or things did you well, happen to uh, I want to know like what destinations you guys want to know about in specific was there any place that you're like what I want to hear the, the I want to hear you One, talk about the jo- the Joshua tree story uh, okay yeah yeah let's hear it Joshua tree I want to hear it uh yeah like that was always a like a did you do shrooms in Joshua tree I did not I I definitely know where Joshua tree is but for the listeners that don't where where is it <laughs> oh man it's um it's in southern california probably like an hour and a half outside of la if you know where palm springs is sure it's great movie it's a rocks rocks throw sandberg andy sandberg damn it rocks throw from palm springs but yeah it's it's in the middle of the desert um, and it's got like this mystique around it. And yeah. So was people- there like a road out to the desert or was it like you hit a certain point and you're like, am I going the right way? Because I'm in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's become more of like a tourist hub because a lot of people like to drop acid or shrooms out there. And it's kind of uh, responsibly Vinny chase. I think there's like 
some alien sightings out there too. Entourage. So it's had nothing to do with the shrooms. No, none. <laughs> I forgot they went to Joshua Tree on that yeah. one episode. But Ari got Joshua lost. But yeah, I the can't. A butter sandwich. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I camped out there for like two days in the middle of the desert, and it was like. Did it get cold overnight in the no. desert? No. So it was like beginning of September, right after Labor Day weekend. So it would be like 108 during the day and then like maybe get into the 80s at night. But it's a dry heat. So Yeah, it was a dry heat. It's not that bad. Yeah. 108 Fahrenheit. Correct. <laughs> that, yeah, that is correct. Okay. Yeah. What was your attire for 108 in the desert? Tanks and shorts. How many tanks did you pack on did your Did you trip? get loose? In your tanks? I lost that. <laughs> I lost mine. Too. <laughs> People say we need to bring it back. Uh, I, Stupid loose. I think I had like two, maybe three tanks. So you said your car was packed to the brim. Was it all closed or what else the hell did you bring out there? I had like two suitcases. I My goal was to be as minimal as possible. So it was mostly camping gear. So I had like a tent, sleeping bag, um, cooking gear. What was that? Case adventure. Yeah. Um, Costco size thing of condoms. Yeah, uh, a lot of snacks. A lot of snacks. That was one thing I was going to ask you guys is on a road trip, what snacks would you pack? Because I had Costco goldfish trail mix. That we would pack or we would stop and get at the gas station on a road trip. Yeah, those are two very different things. That you would pack. Mm-hmm. Trail mix is A1. Love a good. Your trip. mom always packs the sandwiches in the plastic bag and puts them in the mini cooler, and then they're soggy by the time you bring them <laughs> out, like three hours into the trip. Money. I would pack Enzo as my snack. Honestly, you- my <laughs> my go to packing thing is I got a Costco thing of Ensure that I just mm. had like in a cooler. Smart. And like those were just crazy guy. Quick ways to just pack calories and just keep going. I'm starting to think that you didn't understand when I said that. <laughs> no. <laughs> How many $6 rotisserie chickens did you bring from Costco on your road trip? <laughs> I didn't have room for those. Not enough. No. What, what uh, Chris, since you have the mic, what's your go-to if you're stopping at a gas station on a road jerky, trip? Jerky, next question. <laughs> Great call. What flavor jerky? Teriyaki. When we were uh, when we were going to Roar's bachelor party, um, we stopped at a place. I think it was almost to Michigan. I think in Toledo, and it was a gas station just filled with a hundred zillion types of beef jerky. There in Toledo, uh, somewhere right there, and you could sample them. And I was like, "Oh, these are really good." And then you buy like an eight ounce bag, and it was like twenty bucks. And I was like, "No, nah, I'm not buying not this." But they had all the flavors, but jerky is always a solid call. I always get this. Was like a, this is this would be a, a gas station off this highway, right? Yeah, this no, like your wherever BP, you stop. Your speedway. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Right, this is more of a uh, niche. I always got to get one thing of caffeine. The White Monster is usually my go-to for caffeine, and then you got to get a hydration, some sort of thing, and a Gatorade of some sort. Lemon lime is always the go-to for that. Are so, you, what do you guys think about gas station coffee? No, I like gas station really? coffee. Really? I'm in on Enzo? gas station coffee. I was gas a five hour. You got to give Enzo guy. the mic yeah. if he's going to give his ben, take on ben gas station coffee. Guy. I am. Uh, no, I get the slushies. 
Ooh, there you go. I need a zip. Am I at a gas station? Getting that slushy makes me feel like I'm a kid. <laughs> do you go movie theater sweet or salty on your gas station snacks, or do you hey, need a hey, do you need a combo points. of both? I, uh, combos are always pizza combos are a good do those exist snack. anymore? Yeah, yeah, of course they do. I got. I you ask such a question? <laughs> that's what. Over the summer, I was going somewhere and got a gas station, and it was the Buffalo Ranch combos, and they just didn't taste like anything. And I was the most disappointed I've ever been because the pizza combos were staring me right in the face, and I decided to get something different instead. I typically pizza. get like a nut of some kind. Whether it's trail mix or like cashews, yeah, or something like that. See, that was like that was yeah. another important thing was like the snacks also had to pair well with hiking. So I also had like hella cliff bars. Mm. Did you find the mountain that's on the picture of the cliff bar thing? Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's all we can ask. I can't believe you didn't try to find it. Yeah, it, it kind of looked like it. Did you do any hiking when you were out? Just a bit there. I, I hit. 12 national parks when I was out there. So which one had like the most elevation where you were struggling to get up when, or do the trail when you were Um, out there? So probably the single most challenging hike was the grand Canyon. Cause you went all the way down and then you had to hike all the way back up. And that was like 15 miles, 15 miles total. Did you buy the book from the gift shop? That's how everyone died on the no. Grand Canyon thing. I saw do that they, on a TikTok recently. Do they still have? I went to the Grand Canyon once uh, with my family, and there were signs that said "Don't sit on the edge of the the cliff because you could fall and die." And we were all like, "Wow, like, yeah, that obviously happened because they have to put the sign up." They, do they pro- still have the signs? There's probably more. Yeah, they should have put up more signs. Yeah, it keeps happening. No boy, no. Maybe rope would have been but a good choice. Like the hardest hike was when I went backpacking in Olympic National Park for like four days with my uncle. Shouldn't have worn a backpack. Yeah. Well, we needed it. Four days. You probably need something. Yeah. And that was like 45 miles, 10,000 feet of elevation. Gear. So when you do did those, did you ever eat any real food on those things or was it just Cliff Bar Central for hiking? Trail mix cliff bars and then like those dehydrated rei meals that you'd pour boiling water in and mix up and yeah so when you did the four mres yes when you did the four day thing did you bring in your backpack supplies to camp with overnight or when you say four days was it like you were out okay you're in the wilderness for four days so you have did you see any animals when you were out there yeah we uh had a close encounter with a black bear it no was, boy, no. Those are basically like possum. Yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty neat. We almost that sprayed cool. it. Was there a, an abundant animal on your hikes that you saw? An abundant animal. Or the one that you saw the most often and you were probably just like, this thing's not coming near me, but you just happen to see it like all the time. Um, Like when I was in the Tetons, within two days, I saw three moose. And uh, Meese, yes. Nice. And uh, that was... Moose are very dangerous. Yes. They kill a lot of people. Those are big motherfuckers. Big motherfuckers. 
big motherfucker. Always like on Twitter, it's like two times a year the video pops up of the moose like walking on the highway next to the cars <laughs> and they're like bigger than the cars are. Yeah. And it's like, oh, didn't know it was this big. Does anyone know what makes them so mean? Are they territorial or what are they? Territorial. They're just big motherfuckers. Like it's it's like elephants. Elephants are also very dangerous animals because they're not aware of how just massive they are and they think mm -hmm. everything's a, a threat. So they'll just they'll just stomp you. Anybody see the TikTok or the viral video of the uh, black bear killing a baby moose in the middle of someone's wedding? Yep. Uh -huh. That was oh my god. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> love that it was just happening during their vows too. It wasn't yeah. just like an off time. I also love that everyone just stopped. They were like, "Oh my god, it's killing a moose." <laughs> Did uh, so you've seen a moose live in person? Live, yeah. Fine. You've seen one in. I've never seen a moose in person. I can no, confirm right. they are big. Did you see any buffalo? I did. Just on like side of the road where like, you know, a bunch of tourists pull off and take photos and you're just like, nerds. I noticed a picture of a giant snake in your album here. Yeah. Did you take any pictures of the other animals? Um, I took a picture of moose, the snake. Meese. Meese. Um, there was one time with my mom and Glacier National Park, we drove by five bears in one day. But we were in the car, so it was kind of cool. Were any of them polar bears, or were they all black still? They're kind of brownish. There's a couple black. Speaking of the pictures in your book, what was the most scenic place that you went to? Um, probably Olympic National Park, followed by Glacier. Because Olympic like we were backpacking so you're in the middle of nowhere and so you're just surrounded by forests and mountains so that was pretty cool um but like glacier is probably the single-handedly the most amazing scenic views do you have one picture that was your favorite that you took while you were out there doesn't have to be from glacier even though it was the most scenic mm. don't know if you caught something cool in the moment that sticks out um, probably one of the coolest, have you guys heard of the hike Angels Landing in Zion? Yep. That was probably one of the coolest hikes I did. And it ends on this, like you essentially climb up the ridge of this mountain in the middle of the valley. And like you hold onto these chains while you go up and you get to the top and it was in the morning and it's just like this panoramic view of like this red rock with this green lush valley in the middle. And yeah, that was pretty cool. That was one of the, my favorite photos. How are the stars out there? Were there any, like, were you, were there like crazy stars? So that was like another big reason I did the trip was because I've never seen like, you know, you see like the stargazing photos. Did like, you download the app that tells you all the stars? I did. Perfect. I did. I, I, How many did you collect? Um, nine of them. <laughs> nine million. Um, like I'd say like, Big Sur was one of the first places that you could see a decent amount. Joshua Tree was one of the... Joshua Tree, I saw maybe 20 shooting stars in one night. That's awesome. Yeah. You can see all the satellites going by. You could too. see the satellites. You could see the Milky Way. Um, Which actually, in the, when we were talking about favorite trips, I recant my earlier statement, my trip to Canada, because it was like that. You were We were in the middle of fucking nowhere, and you yeah. could see... Every single star, the Milky Way, all that stuff. It it's, was awesome. It's also nice not having any cell phone reception, too. And yeah. Being completely unplugged. And, and Nuke was on that trip with me, which was also cool. But that was probably some of the coolest moments was stargazing. Zion and Bryce were really good, too, because, like, Bryce is at, like, 
7,000, 8,000 elevation and there's nothing else around it. When it's all the stars out there, are they like, even though it's dark out, is it still like bright or is it still just like very faint when you're in the city and it's still dark out there? Um, it's pretty bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have like the, you could see. Cause that. obviously there's no lights or telephone poles or mm-hmm. anything. So I don't know like if it's that wide open, if it still seems dark or if it's just like that wide open that there's that many stars and it seems somewhat bright, even though it's the middle of night. TG, I got a fun fact for you. Olympic national park. Do tell slash forks. Tell me, tell me more. You know, what's, what was filmed there? Um, twilight deer hunter. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. I can, I can attest to Ben. I I was out there for a wedding this summer and it was, did not see any vampires when I was out there. Can can you confirm? Are are you sure? Yeah. That you know know of. of. Yeah, exactly. Robert Pattinson might've been out there. I was not bit. That's good. Yeah. No werewolves. Check. But the tide pools are pretty cool though. Tide pools are cool. Tide pools are tight. Had some question I was going to ask you. What was your favorite book you read out while you were traveling? Mm. Did you bring books? I had, I had books. I, I'm looking at the photos. I see some books. Yeah. In the photos. I, I journaled a lot. And uh, what was some good? So I started off with like some classics like um, On the Road and Dharma Bums. I'm blanking on that author's name, but like that's a famous road trip book. I, I can tell you in a second. Uh, Jack Kerouac. Kerouac. There you go. Bingo. That's how you say that name. Um, Man's Search for Meaning was a really good one. Um, but yeah, I also like read like, um, Chris, what's into the wild. That one was kind of cool. Classic. Wild classic. All timer. Yeah. Celestine prophecy. That one's my cousin gave me that book. So that, that was one of those, like my cousin's very in acid. She's very much a flower child. And when she heard about this, she was like, I want to give you this book. I think you're ready to read it. And so it was one of those like, okay. (laughs) Do you think you got more out of journaling when you were out there than sitting in your apartment in Columbus, Ohio? Uh, I would say so. Yeah. That's just, that's a fair assumption to make. Do you think it, cause it was like you had more time to think cause you were just like out there in nature or. Yeah. Like you didn't have anyone to talk to. So you're just stuck in your thoughts and your feels and just, to like keep my sanity, I would just write it down. Is this randomness journaling too, or was this? Did you have a routine to it, where you would wake up? Or um, I would try meal? and write after like cool hikes or after like each stop to just remember, like fresh. remember the highlights, what's fresh. Um, was going through a breakup, so a lot of sad boy, a lot of shitty poetry, you know, all the works there. But uh, have you gone back and visited what you have journaled out there? I did. Yeah. Do you do that on a regular basis or is it like it's something like, reminds you of it while you're there and you're like, I flipped through the pages and a see little bit of that. Like thinking. sometimes something reminds me of it. Also, like I try once a year, I like pick it up and go through it. So there were some interruptions in the middle of your trip, obviously a bachelor party, a wedding, a couple of things in there that were sprinkled in there. Something like that. Was it weird to transition from like being on this road trip to like, okay, now I'm just back into with the dudes drinking heavily. Yeah, it was, it was an adjustment. Like on one hand, it was a welcome. Cause like it was a, like a necessary break. Cause like it was exhausting. 
being on the road by myself. Um, so like being able to be back home and your mom's like, what dinner do you want? I'll make that. And like you go hang out with the fellas and it's kind of just back to old times, which was nice. But it was also kind of weird where like your buddies, you know, they're just living your life and you kind of feel like I felt like I was in this bubble. And uh, yeah, definitely like being at the bachelor party or at a wedding, you just kind of felt like I remember I went to a cousin's wedding and I was sober because I was coming off Joshua Tree and I was getting prepared for uh, a trip. <laughs> so I was just laying back, not drinking. And it was just weird, just like observing everyone get shit faced. So it was a weird, but also welcoming to kind of like have familiar faces and have a break from being alone and foreign, you know, in new places, which can be overwhelming. Speaking of, of being alone, were there anybody, any people that you met during this trip that you didn't know previously that left an impact and what did that look like? Yeah. Um, in the beginning I didn't really meet a lot of people cause it was mostly like families and summer vacations. So wasn't going to talk to them. Um, but there were a few moments where like I put myself out there and met strangers and had like these really cool experiences. Um, the first one was probably like I was camping in Malibu beach and this couple like parked right next to me in their giant RV and like they get out and this dude's like this stereotypical surfer dude from LA. And he's just like, how's it hanging, man? Like you want to come party? And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and we just had like a bonfire and they gave me drinks and I hung out with them. And they like, I told them I was on this road trip and they thought I was the coolest guy ever. They're just like, man, that's bitching like that. And so like they, we hung out and partied the next day and like we stayed in touch. And so that was like a really cool first genuine experience. That's awesome. How many people did you run into when you explained the trip that you were on and that people were like, Oh, that's awesome. Or did people be like, why the hell are you out there and have follow-up questions on what the hell you were doing? Most or, people, or they relate too. I mean, there was a few road trippers I ran into. Um, it was funny. Like my first stop in Badlands, I ran into two different guys that were cycling across America. And I was just like, well, fuck me. Like that really puts me, I'm not doing anything cool. Yeah, your stupid car that <laughs> <Yeah>. you're driving <laughs> in, killing the environment. But, um, a lot of people like you had like this magnetic effect where people are like, Oh my gosh, I can't, I could never do that. Um, like the couple I met on the beach, the woman, his wife, like instantly mothered me and she was like super concerned. Um, but it's funny, like the question people would always ask me was like, well, are you going to pack a gun? And I was like, no, <laughs> one, it's like each state has different laws. Yeah, so it's, in, state borders, it's, it's impossible to drive, like going between Wyoming and California. The laws are vastly different. <laughs> Do you think when you told people you were on the trip, were they more receptive and friendly after you told them what you were doing or oh, was yeah. anyone, uh, yeah. I don't know if anyone was more cold or if they were all welcome. Like, oh, this guy's a weirdo. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like 
Uh, no, I think most of them, like I had really positive encounters with people or they would just want to know where I'm going or want to know, like, um, they just, they're kind of like, Oh, you're doing it. Like, that's so cool. And so that was like a cool experience to have and like connect with strangers on. I think it made it easier to meet people. Did you feel more validated for planning the trip when people thought it was a cool idea that you were out there doing it? Um, or would definitely. you have not felt differently based off of what strangers thought of said trip? I think it was more of like, I was super humble about it and didn't think it was a big deal. And then people's reactions, you'd realize like, Oh, okay. Maybe this, maybe I am cool. Maybe I'm doing something for once in my life for once in my <laughs> life. Pretty much. Uh, Ryan, what, what the hell is our time right now? Because I couldn't figure it out on the screen. Uh, we're at just under an hour. Do you have anything else you want to uh, touch on or we can always pick it up later? Don't want to make it too long for all of our great fans and friends that are listening to the great podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll open it up to anyone else. Or if anyone had questions. any. I, I think what advice would you have if you had to do it all over again? Is there anything you would do differently? Mm. That kind of. I don't know if I would go solo again. Yeah. I mean, I think where I was at, I needed to do a solo trip and it was my first. So I would, I would give anyone a suggestion of if you've never traveled alone, do it. Um, it's a whole different way where you can experience a place when you're on your own. It doesn't need to be a four month road trip, but you know, like even if it's a weekend getaway by yourself, like it's a whole different experience. So I would give that advice. Would you rather do it again with a partner or lady friend, or would you rather have a friend out there? Or do you think it would, or would different scenarios have um, different? I would say probably with a lady friend, but like if I had a friend who needed a trip, that would also be cool. Where like someone's like, Hey, I want to go, experience this. Yeah, I feel hey, like now if someone has that idea, you're like the guy that Ben's been there and done that and touched on all the places. So. I'm, I'm game. So yeah, if you need a trip or need tips, holla at your boy. But uh, no, I think uh, towards the end of the trip, I had the taste of having, you know, some company on the road and that was very enjoyable. So um, I would recommend, you know, that's how I would do it differently because it's nice to share it with someone. What was the one item you brought that if you wouldn't have brought it, it would have been like devastating? Mm. Don't say carton of cigarettes. Don't say <laughs> carton of cigarettes. And why was it a carton of cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> um, part of me wants to say like bear spray because like you're in some areas by yourself and it was at least reassuring to have that. Um, honestly, I, it was nice to have a journal and to write about it so that like, um, the memories were fresh and I can look back at it and remember it. Like I remember my dad, the one advice he gave me was like, remember this, like mm. write this down. And so that was probably like, if there's like my journal from that is probably the one thing I'll hold on to. So a little more fresh than doing a podcast a year later and trying to remember yeah, you everything. Know. I mean, this might have a little more color to it, but yeah, we won't read, we won't read your journal live on air for anyone to hear. 
but uh that can, the, that can be for the premium listeners yeah our patreon tier that we're about to start and you can september 6th i looked at a squirrel and got around <laughs> what is happening <laughs> i've been out here for way too long <laughs> I'm, but, i might just have to sleep in my car and i to test it out yeah wow. just to have the experience try not to do it when it's uh december in ohio calling for 50 tomorrow yeah, we'll have to see. Golfing weather. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the courses will be packed. Let me ask you guys, where, uh, what was one stop or what would be one park that you'd want to go camp at or visit? Well, so from things that I've heard from you say, the one place I want to go after listening to the stories is Santa Fe. Because yeah. what you've talked about with Santa Fe and like New Mexico is just like this hitting gem of a place mm-hmm. that's still relatively, you know, you can do it for cheap and it's still great and it's awesome as all this stuff i think that's from what i've gathered from you i think that's top of the list for me fuck denver and anyone who lives in that (laughs) exactly one boulder sucks ass (laughs) one word three syllables yellowstone no but i i am going on a nice northern island trip next september i'm looking forward to that i think that might take the cake can ask for a lot of tom's advice leading up to it tom to the listeners out there don't order an irish car bomb that's good advice. Stick to Guinness. They will look at you say, "Oh, you mean on 911?" That's they they will literally say that to you. It is a terrorist reference. It is. Yep. My uh, place I would want to visit is whatever you said the most scenic place was cuz I was definitely listening to the name of that. <laughs> but uh Des Moines, you, Iowa. Yep, exactly. Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> But corn you like corn we have it it's a big lump of so that, that was another slap to the face was like people when you tell people you're from ohio they'd just be like oh or like I, is that iowa or ohio and you're just like oh go fuck yourself <laughs> geography experts I, I honestly think that one of the more wild things when you're talking about the rest of the world in the u.s is how, how big the U.S. really is, right? Yeah. And so, like, the World Cup's coming to the U.S. in 2026 or whatever it is, and people are, like, really excited because it's multiple cities and all this stuff, and I'm trying to think logistics-wise how the hell that's going to work because they have games in Kansas City and they have games in uh, Mexico City, and it's like, yeah. uh, that's going to be a whole other thing, but it's just the difference between Ohio and Moab and all these places is so greatly different and it but it's such a, a large area in between mm-hmm. so that's where it's like when people are like well i want to get out of the u.s it's like explore the u.s the u.s has a lot to definitely offer. yeah we were just talking about that with my dad when he went to ireland and he stayed like in the way northwest side of ireland and he's like to get to one side or the other is just like three or four hours so he's like it's pretty much like ohio like you can get from one side and i wouldn't even think that like ohio is the same size as ireland to get from one side to the other of it so um but yeah if that uh the parting questions if that's all wrapped up then wrap it up here to not make it too long um but maybe we'll have to explore some more things with ben in the future if he's got more stuff he wants to get on audio to live on the internet forever so he can go back and visit it i just want to be there for the 69th yeah we'll make sure it happens Same. so um, we're a couple episodes away so we'll have to think of something in between and then the 69th episode but uh yeah if no one has anything else then i think we're uh wrapped up and good to go so we will see you at the next episode say bye enzo see you guys thank you for having me really bye bye but I would walk 500
Le mal.